Welcome Informed Foodie, this is Di Wilkinson, nutritionist, and today I wanted to talk about the health benefits of making sure you put fish into your diet. I have heard people talk about the smell of fish, maybe the texture of it. I've even been served fish on a plate. There's the eyeball staring right back at me. Anytime that a fish is real smelly, or if you've detected a fishy smell walking around a fish counter, usually that indicates that the fish hasn't been kept at the appropriate temperature. Talking about the danger zone again, it needs to be kept at 40 degrees or less to ensure its safety. Some people think that there's a fishy flavor. Fish is really wonderful. It takes up seasonings, spices, and sauces so very well. And it's so healthy, it made my top five food list for a deserted island menu. The health benefits of fish go far beyond the protein. They say it's a lean protein in that the fat associated with fish, omega-3 oils, is a very healthy fat. Omega-3s have been associated with lowering blood pressure, lowering your risk of heart attack and stroke. Omega-3s really help with your central nervous system, your brain growth, your memory. It helps sustain our vision. It prevents depression and elevates your mood. And it makes the food more satisfying. It's very satiating. Fish also provides vitamin D, essential minerals. There's iron, iodine, magnesium, and potassium, and zinc. It's a really healthy, great food source but I did want to talk about some of the contaminants that have been found in fish. There are people that have allergies to certain types of fish, like shellfish. There are also fish that can be venomous or poisonous. Venomous fish are not particularly dangerous to eat because the venom needs to be injected into an open wound. Hydrochloric acid in our digestive system takes care of venom. However, poisonous fish secrete toxins that can be very dangerous. Puffer fish is known as a delicacy in Japan However, its toxins can paralyze your diaphragm, so people that eat puffer fish can die of suffocation. Fuju is the name of the delicacy served in Japan, when it's actually the cousin of a puffer fish. It's the blowfish, and it delivers just enough toxin to give your mouth kind of a tingly feel. It's not dangerous to eat the amount that they serve, but it is a very expensive delicacy. Moray eels are toxic, and so are trunk fish. The FDA will also deliver local warnings if there's a contaminant in local fish. So for example, red tide is something that occurs when the environment is just perfect to induce an algae bloom. It's usually red and all of the algae secrete their own little toxins. The fish in the area will absorb these toxins and they can be very dangerous to eat. Restaurants will not buy or serve this type of fish, but it's great to be aware of a red tide. There can also be other environmental factors that can affect your fish. In the 1950s, there was some type of epidemic in Japan, and they weren't sure what it was, but they finally named it Minimata disease. They discovered over 2,000 people in a specific area were having a lot of neurological degeneration. There was blindness, deformalities, ataxia, loss of balance and coordination. Some people suffered paralysis, coma, and death, and it was all due to mercury poisoning. There was an industrial center in a nearby bay, was releasing a lot of waste, and the mercury got into the water and many of the fish there were exposed to it, drank it, ate each other, and the people in that prefecture were eating that type of fish. Mercury poisoning is something that really builds up over time. The safety level of the mercury in that fish was thousands times the parts per million of a safe level. What happens with mercury poisoning is called biomagnification. 
Mercury is naturally occurring in soil and in water all around us. Probably food that you're eating every day has minuscule parts per million of mercury in it. The biomagnification that happens in fish is when the fish are eaten by a larger fish and it begins to concentrate as each larger fish eats more and more medium fish that were concentrated from eating the smaller fish. So the largest fish are going to have the most mercury in them. You would like to avoid eating shark, marlin, swordfish, big eye or albacore tuna, as well as the king mackerel fish. These fishes have the highest concentration of tested mercury. And even with that being said, the health benefits of eating fish far outweigh any of the contraindications. The FDA and the American Heart Association highly recommend eating fish two to three times a week or at least 12 ounces a week. And you want to look for fish that is smaller. Unfortunately, most fish is not labeled for mercury counting. They don't check for mercury, so you want to look for those smaller fish. You can enjoy shrimp and scallops. Crabs are very good. Sardines, anchovies, catfish and squid. Tilapia is also really great. Pollock and Atlantic mackerel. All of these are very good fish, generally rated low in mercury levels. Salmon is also a fish that's highly recommended, but you don't want to have farmed Atlantic salmon. That tends to be slightly higher in mercury. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, I would not recommend eating fish as your child is developing their own nervous system. Maybe just avoid fish for those months. When talking about the wild or farmed fish, it has to do with the environment that the fish is exposed to. Wild caught fish are able to swim around the ocean freely, get plenty of exercise, really develop the protein they provide, as well as the omega-3 oils that can naturally occur in them to their fullest. They're not going to be having mercury from a specific spot or exposed to a toxic dump, and that risk is lower than it would be if it was a farm fish. Farm fish still have omega-3 oils in them, they do tend to be cheaper. They are usually located away from any industrial waste site, but they are generally not quite as healthy as wild-caught fish. You also want to look at the food safety and handling that's occurred with the fish to make sure that it's been at 40 degrees or less. If you ever experience any burning when you bite into a fish, you could be allergic to it or could just be very rotten, even though it is cooked. If it's very smelly, it could be an old fish or not stored properly, and spoiled fish can really give you nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. It's a good idea to go ahead and mix the different types of fish that you eat as you'll be eating it twice a week throughout the month. The American Heart Association and the FDA highly recommend that you put that fish in your diet. And I appreciate that you wanted to learn more about it today and discover great benefits of those omega-3 oils naturally occurring in fish. And I know some people like to take the capsules of it, but since you're trying to make sure you've got enough protein in your diet, you can get those omega-3s naturally when you're making fish choices. Thank you so much for listening. And we're going to chat again next week.